Hello, strangers, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast, where we play Dungeons & Dragons, record it, then plead for your approval. It is with great joy I announce that Jenny Ray, whom you may remember from our SideQuest series, has officially become part of the main campaign. You'll be able to listen to her in this episode, and let's just say she's pretty awesome. Now, let's tell some stories. Gentlemen, clerics, arcane ladies, and some demon shit gets crazy. Fear us, gnome, wielding daggers, magic boats, and singing flowers. Everybody's got a beef with us, but ain't no problem gonna burn and run. Your evil shit don't stand a chance, cause you and dagger know how to dance. When last we left our heroes, lost in the Underdark, pursued by Drow, and their only motive is to find a way to the surface world. Well, except for Matilda, fairly sure her motives are to become an evil ledge overlord. Regardless, our heroes came face to face with the Demogorgon and managed a heroic retreat. Now, armed with the fact that a demon lord is alive and well in the material plane, we find them adrift in the Dark Lake and figuring out their next steps. Of course, there's another hero we should speak of, a son of Paladin, whose fate we will soon find out. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. Welcome to the table. I've missed you so much. <laughs> he, he has. He's, he's called me and talked to me about it. I say, James, I miss our listeners. They are the best. I miss them so much, I came and wormed my way into the main quest. Yeah. I think, raided, I think you raided your way into the main campaign, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, let's, let's, let's do a new introduction because there's a new voice at the table. Jenny. Hello, hello. That's a, not a new voice because you've heard her from SciQuest, and she did such a great job in SciQuest. We had no... There was zero. Assuming all you guys listened to SideQuest, right? If you have did. I'm you sure you did. Because really you did. Of course yeah. you did. Of course. Of course they did. So and Jenny, if they before, have, they should listen again. Yeah, before we get in, we're going to do something a little interesting because uh, generally when we do this, we talk about your character background and all that, but I kind of want to, we'll get to your character when we get to your character at a certain point, but tell me who you are, why you're here. All right. Um, so for our listeners who haven't heard SideQuest yet, mm-hmm. and you really should, uh, my name is Jenny Ray. Um, I have known this uh, group of people for a long, long time, and I am excited to finally be sitting around the table rolling dice. It's been a long time coming. So, yeah, I had a load of fun with SideQuest, and uh, I'm back for more. All right. Yeah, we had a load of fun with you. And we're going to get to your character when we get to it, but mm-hmm. we have a lot of exciting things happening today. Mm. Um, and I am very sorry, but... Is Victor going insane? Uh, well, that's that's an awfully sudden and personal question. But uh, clearly, I'm yes. Very sorry I'm not, about the I'm not sure what brought that up. So but. when we last left our adventures, mm-hmm. they uh, they went, I wouldn't say toe-to-toe with the Demon Lord. Oh, but they certainly... Ran in terror. Ran in terror. And that's why I say I'm so sorry. Victor's had a really bad week. Just a bad week. Yeah, he's, he's questioning a lot of uh, who he is. What, what makes the middle of a man? Right, right. Uh, but he's doing it while running from an enormous demon lord. So that's if there's any time to do it, that's the time. All right. It feels very zeitgeist. <laughs> so at this point, you guys ran from the demon lord. Yeah. The demogorgon. Oh, as fast as we could go. As fast as you could go. Well, except hold on, for... Hold, hold on, hold on, James. Oh, sorry. Go. What about our magnificent and most welcome new listeners who may not know about the rest of us? No. You know what? Let's do a new introduction. Yeah. How about that? Adam Jones. Oh, hey. Who are you and why are you here? My name is Adam Jones. Yeah. I am here to, uh, to engage in this magnificent hobby of Dungeons and Dragons and uh, provide the voice for uh, Lord Victor Sinclair, gentleman extraordinaire, as uh, he is currently uh, questioning everybody thing he knows while running through the uh, terrified through the Underdark. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Me. Chris McDaniel. Hi. I said your name, so we know who you are, but who are you? What well, do you do here? Well, basically, these people knock to my door and won't leave my apartment, so I'm forced to play D&D. That's where all the equipment is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm playing the gnome rogue Grit Tough and Stuff. A little swashbuckling kind of... He's, he's an attractive gnome, but he also... Uh, a ladies' man? Well, it's ladies' gnome. Uh, okay. 
Luxurious <laughs> mustache? Yes, I'll say that. He has a luxurious mustache. What a fucking Leia Cole Han. A scoundrel? A scoundrel. Thank a you. No, 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 no. It's an Oscar if you look at Nerf Herder, but it's more of a scoundrel. Because <laughs> oh. if I had to pick between the. You know what? It's fine. Oh. What about the other one? <laughs> Who are you? I am Retta Pettigrew. I am playing uh, Matilda Beckett. And uh, she is an adventuring, uh, slightly cracked grave robber, um, basically. Uh, if you're familiar with a Red Mage, she's a Red Mage meets Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I think she's adding a little bit to um, Victor's instability at present. <laughs> oh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. When last we left our adventurers, they had run heroically. Mm-hmm. From the Demogorgon. Oh. And now they are adrift in the Dark Lake. And it should really be called the Dark Sea because it is a huge, huge, vast expanse of, of murky, dark waters. Oh, I'm glad you called that retreat heroic. Yeah. By the way, it was, re- it was yeah. a heroic retreat. I know. You guys did some heroic stuff there. We saved people. Yeah. They were ourselves, but we count. <laughs> we're people. Mm hmm. That's a really healthy self esteem. I really like that. Thank you. Now, it wouldn't have taken you too long after you had had your heroic retreat to realize that Jim Jar is no longer on the boat with you. Fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Matilda, you had a uh, card. Mm -hmm. I bet you five gold. I bet you five gold he didn't survive. (laughs) And it's a card that says, All bets paid in Leaning Stone. Little bastard. (laughs) So, believe he owed you money. Yeah, he totally did. So we uh, we have escaped from the imminent destruction? You have escaped from the imminent destruction. Mm-hmm. And at this point, if we'd like to pick up maybe uh, a good day out of that, then you guys can start kind of talking. Otherwise, I can make some shit happen. We, we were escaping through the cave, weren't we? Because we had the cave babies. No, oh, that was we were well past the cave babies. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Scratch that from the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we got away from uh, from the Demogorgon and, uh, and he was smashing the sea and shooting his boom, oh, boom, yeah. lasers everywhere and everything. I may have gotten excited about the Demogorgon. I'm sorry. And we were running for our lives and buildings falling down on us. And we managed to get to the boat just in time. And I, I, off I, and yeah. that, that sounds like Godzilla. Are you sure you're shoot? shoot. I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Was like that. Yes. Jenny, have you like ever that. played a James game? Because once <laughs> <laughs> I have okay. gone. There were dinosaurs. No, the the, the world's not as far gone for losing Sloop-la-Doop. No, no, but that that, that place is gone. Yeah, it's gone and over. Sloop-la-Doop is a distant, uh, well, it's a memory. It is Sloop-la-Gone. It is, yeah, you you can safely gauge that. It is Sloop-la-Doomed. (laughs) Sloop-la-Doomed. So yeah, the scene swipes over and uh, as the camera pans down from the uh, darkness of the Underdark and it zeroes in on your boat, which listeners to the podcast should know I actually made them a little boat now that they can visually... It soups adorbs. It's It's pretty cool. It's sparkly. I think it's pretty cool. pretty neat. And on this boat, currently everybody's just hanging out, your current crew. So what miserable dang pit should we hit up next? Oh, what's our direction? Where are we even heading to? That way. I'm pretty sure it's that way. Okay. No, you guys, we're going to try to find the mushroom dudes. Oh, that's Home. Right. I believe you guys mean Never Light Grove. I've been guiding us there. That's, I believe, what, where we were after, anyways. That's Sarah talking, by the way. Oh, that's right. My short-term memory has been somewhat corrupted by the recent horrors. <laughs> but yes, I believe the mushroom land was our destination. Uh, any idea how long it might take us to reach uh, the land of the... Of the mushrooms? Well, I was going to throw something a little... Uh, you know what? It's not appropriate. Let's proceed. Yes. Quite some time, I believe. Oh, I quite some time. Probably a week. Two weeks. Are we going to pass other towns on the way? It is likely we'll pass ruins and other horrors. Oh, good. All kinds of things. It'll probably make it more of a month out. That's oh, why I God. hesitate. Oh, it just keeps getting better. Do you have any maps of this area? Can you sketch me Maps are of uh, extreme value here in the Underdark. There aren't many who map it, and those who do 
Well, I mean, I have a partial map, but it... You know, I'm fairly certain you can just take a piece of paper and write the word water on it, and it's about as accurate no, as No, that's unnecessary. I am just, uh, trying my best based off of what I know and the general direction of where I think uh, Never Like Grove is. Mm. Well, have you got any directions from Stool? Does he look, does anything look familiar to him, or where is he? Stool hops over. Oh, hey guys. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I don't know where we're at. That's fair. Yeah. How you holding up? Oh, not good. Everything's scary and trying to kill us and, mm. um, I don't know. I'm just really scared, but I feel really safe around you. Well, good. We're gonna get you home, little guy. Don't you worry. We may not know where we are, but uh, our buddy Sarath over there seems to have a general understanding of our direction. Well, we'll get there. Okay. And Apparently, approximately a month's time, but uh, we will not run out of food or water, so we uh, we that, will not starve. Well, that is only if we do not get distracted by any events. And he looks right over at Matilda. <laughs> so, Victor, with, with Timor's help, we got this boat. Do you think you could maybe have Timor guide us to where we need to go? I don't want to push our luck. I feel. Um, we, this is a tremendous boon that she has offered us, and I appreciate it ever so much. And uh, I think uh, we're gonna be good for now. I think I mean, we we're gonna get there. We have a boat. We have uh, a clear path. We have food, and we have water. So as long as we uh, manage not to murder one another, I think we'll be okay. Mm. Also, the occasional inevitable rampaging fishman. Or sea creature. I don't know some sort of um, some sort of I don't know ravenous underwater deep sea mongoose. I'm not really sure what lives in these areas. The cave babies. Oh, I, oh God, there's no. something out in the darkness. <laughs> I really need you to not talk about those cave babies because I really need to sleep again one day in my life. <laughs> You've been hearing all kinds of horrific you know, noises. Uh, there's the occasional zoot. I presume they are called. But, um, so yes, as long as we are not, of course, horrifically murdered, that's a given. We'll be okay. I think that's a perfect time to swipe over to another scene. Tiri, describe what your character normally looks like. Gosh. And up until a certain event, what has your character kind of been up to? She's a Sun Elf Paladin of Pelor. She was trained for a special ops mission to um, eradicate some evil nasties out of the Underdark. Mm-hmm. Um, that mission was accomplished, uh, but at the cost of her being the sole survivor. She's, uh, she's about 5'8". She has golden hair. Uh, the top of her head is golden, and it uh, fades out into sort of um, strawberry blonde, uh, orangey ginger down at the, the bottom, uh, kind of wavy locks. And she carries a long sword mm-hmm. um, and a shield. But as a paladin of Pelor, she's very sunshiny. She have one of those big old sun medallions just yes. hanging from there. Yeah, <laughs> nice. her holy symbol is a is the sun. All right. Well, you were distracted on your mission. You're basically elsewhere in the underdark. Here you are. Do you have your? That's, that's her. That's, yeah. that's her, right there. You are currently tied up. <laughs> Jesus, that's a lot of underdark. That's nasties. a lot of overkill, isn't well, it? Just- Let's just uh, one captive. <laughs> have you met your team? Well, so let's talk about this island. On your way to try to figure out a way out of the Underdark, because you got just like anybody else would generally a little turned around. Tiri got a little turned around, and not only that, found herself yearning for a certain spot and found it. And that's because there is this, there is this magical device swirling with energy. And this energy was, feels like it was like a tractor beam to you, like it pulled you there. And it's like a, your God was telling you that you have one more thing that must be done. And when you got there, 
you were uh, overtaken by what's called Duro. Duro are things a cross between gnomes and dwarves. They're right there, kind of in the middle between gnomes and dwarves. So like gnomes, but thick. Gnomes, a little thick. They, lot, yeah, they're they're actually they're, they're some of them are pretty scraggly if they're more spellcasters. Um, but as, outside of like, they're they're known to be a little bit more spellcastery, but they're also known to be a little more ravenous, um, tribal in, in certain ways. There was a particular uh, looks like a leader, Duro. Who's a main spellcaster, and he had a couple of uh, Duro spellcasters around him that were doing some kind of ritual with this uh, with this device, and it just felt wrong. And the device started crackling with energy, like it just powered up. It was crackling with energy, and there was another person with you, uh, not with you, but here on this island. And when you waken, they actually throw this thing close to the uh, close to the device, and it basically zaps them into pieces and they're shouting and they uh, and you know you understand underdark right yes so when underdark they're shouting the engine must feed there is also a giant there and all around you are some duro but they all uh, they, they look like scrappy little duros i could take them <laughs> now um, all your equipment by the way is not too far from you they feel pretty safe in numbers, especially with that giant. And the giant looks like a stone giant, but you're, this stone giant has tattoos all over it, and its eyes are red, and it looks like it's worshiping this this uh, this machine. And there's one one single guy that seems like the leader, and he and he keeps saying like, "Feed it more, feed it more power, feed it more power." And the other duros who are uh, in a more of a ritualistic um, point around it. And the, uh, the doctor arrives from the doctor like arrives another from dimension. Doctor Who. I'm sorry. Now, this is like a sphere, like a glass sphere on the top, like a dome. So you wake up and you're actually on the ground, tied up, and you look around and there are five duros around you and they have, they have like spears and, and what have you. You see a couple of, uh, you see a couple of uh, magical looking duros, but they are in a seance, and it looks like there is actually a tendril of arcane energy around them that is feeding this, this magical device. And this magical device is swirling with energy, and to a point, at, as soon as you look at it, it starts to crack. And you see the main spellcaster, you see him raise his hands, it's like, the engine! Yes, feed the engine more! Feed it! Feed it! It cracks some more until finally a lightning bolt of, of arcane energy shoots out. It scares the bot that way. <laughs> and they raise their hands, but the uh, ones who are in a seance, they are, their eyes are, their, their, their eyes are, um, are milky white. They are just feeding this thing all the energy it has. Now we swipe back to the boat, where a tendril of arcane energy lashes onto the boat itself. And your, your, uh, uh, by the way, grit, your mm -hmm. ring starts glowing. Ah. And a boat shakes. That's not what I wanted. Oh, it's something not, interesting. This is not appropriate. <laughs> has, has the ring ever glowed before? Never. Okay. Not once. It has always been to you kind of more, uh, I guess, just for looks. But you have a, you've got it somewhere. <laughs> I hold his fist up like, like he's like, yeah, to see. If the boat you, shakes wildly. Everyone make a dexterity yeah. check to see if you, uh, you're prone. Yeah. 11. 11, what'd you get, Matilda? I, I rolled a five. Twenty-one. Oh, let me roll for some others. Okay. All right. Matilda, mm -hmm. uh, Victor, you fall prone on a boat. I'm on my bottom. <laughs> As the boat shakes wildly, 
and it starts running at it starts moving at an insane speed towards it, the oh, it's boat pulling us? starts pulling into a direction of the tendril i lower my hand speed. doesn't seem <laughs> to do anything just in case i do not care for this place <laughs> So the tendril stretches Water. off in the distance? Yes, stretches off into the distance. I am going to uh What direction? To cast is it the direction we were going? Um, it or is do we even know? You, don't, you don't even know at this point. Oh. Well, I can say the boat turns slightly to um, east. Sveers east. Hmm. And then starts... I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the tendril ahead of us. Okay. So not that it hits my boat. It never hits my boat. But to, okay, to let's let's do this more like uh, you're almost like arcane divine fighting this thing, and you start uh, throwing an arcade and flame, and it actually kind of separates it a little bit, and the boat kind of stops for a second, and a tendril comes right back out. Well, uh, for the foreseeable future, I'm just going to be continually casting no, sacred flame on the tendril. I, I love the uh, I love the scene. Mm-hmm. No, he's fighting this tendril with all of his might. Not my boat. Not today. <laughs> the boat is taking not actual damage, but it's taking heavy. Uh, there's waves and things sloshing up and water spewing over to the side. I'm keeping an eye on my ring. Yeah, what your ring is going, going nuts. It is shining brightly, and it's, and it's something uh, everyone can notice on the boat at this point. It's very noticeable. Hey, Grit, how long have you had that ring? A long, quite a while. Yeah. Kind of, hey, Matilda, maybe a little assistance with the uh, with the tendril situation? I want to see where, where it's taking us. You guys are shouting this, by the way, as the boat is going at mock. Yeah. Yeah, so Matilda was also knocked prone, and she just kind of sits up and uh, sits cross-legged and puts her head in her hand and is just looking. I am deeply disappointed. <laughs> so, what what kind of ring is that? Oh, it's just a... Just, just a ring from well, from the from better days. D- elaborate. Oh, just a friend of mine. Sort of reminded myself of him. And he's he's kind of a god. Chris, stop being coy. Can you do anything about this tendril? I can. <laughs> like, this is all I can do right now, Victor. And he, he puts his fist up towards. What the if tendril. you take it off? Um, I've never taken it off. Well, why don't you try? Yeah, now would be a good time to start. Uh, he very cautiously and really reluctantly slowly starts to take the ring off. And a voice that only you can hear. And by the way, the ring, uh, roll me a strength check no, I'm against at, the ring. Because I'm great at that. Yeah. That would be a eight, negative one, seven. All right. The ring plops right back in place. That wasn't me. <laughs> well, you said I heard a voice. You hear something that no one else can hear. And it says... Self-destruct sequence has activated. Wait, what? Self-destruct what? sequence is activated. Uh, you, okay, guys, where'd that come from? There's a leak. There's a leak in, this, in the engine. Leak in engine. What, what, what's, what's, what's an engine? Hey, are you okay? What? Do you guys don't hear that? What? There's a leak in the engine? Self-destructs? What the hell is that? What's an engine? I, well, like a siege engine? Like a... Like a ballista? I or, don't know. They, I, you know what? Not the time for this conversation. <laughs> you don't hear this voice? <laughs> Um, hey, come here, let me see your hand. Uh, I'll give you one thing to do. Uh, I want to I wanna cast Identify on your ring. That takes like an hour. It says <laughs> casting time one minute. Matilda would do one, that. One, one minute? One minute. Oh, wow. Never yeah. Mind. I thought Matilda would do it. it took an hour. All right, you guys are holding on for dear yeah, life as you're casting this. There is, again, the boat is shaking wildly. Um, there's, there's, as he's fighting the tendrils to try to keep things calm, mm-hmm. that is you now. Being able to uh, cast identify. Kind of getting a flashback of episode one. Mm-hmm. Except the roles are reversed now. <laughs> <laughs> so you cast identify. You keep going, yeah. good buddy. This is Matilda. Your willingness to destroy us all for mild curiosity <laughs> is highly unnerving. You're trying to stop the thing. Yes, and I am clearly failing and could use assistance. Just keep trying. I- you know, I mean, if we can identify the ring, maybe that'll let us know what's going on. Also, maybe if you could at least attempt to attack this thing oh, with me. just I, hush. Wait a minute, okay? I, I feel like this is <laughs> not an <laughs> insignificant problem. Busy right now. It's okay. Pat, you pat. Disturb me. <laughs> so he's like, really? About the ring, though. Yeah. Um, so you identify the ring. The ring looks like it is of 
super rare artifact level stuff. You know that there is, and you don't know which, you don't know how, you don't know the, the exact whys, and it probably piques your curiosity to a point that infuriates you. <coughs> there is an essence of a god trapped in that ring. Hmm. And the tendril is trying to pull it into a direction. That is, uh, you didn't ask that, you asked about the ring, but mm-hmm. you can't help but feel that the tendrils are actually starting to warp around the ring more than anything. But the boat, as it is magical, is acting as a superconductor. Okay. Outside of that, the ring holds no other valuable power. But other than having the essence of a god, that seems pretty... Trapped in it. The trapped in it. Trapped in it. You notice that there this... is a gem stone in there. And it is glowing a bright, Gemstone. bright blue. Where did you say you got this again? From a friend who's a... Yeah, old friend. He's a leviathan. Okay. Do you, do you know there's like the essence of a god trapped in that ring? I figured as such. Crash! It came up fast. It came up hard. But you crash on an island. Boat is slightly up on this island, there's still a tendril warping, and that is when you look over and you see everything upon you now. So the You ten- can wave hi now to your, <laughs> to, to Tiri. She's there. What's and the tendril connecting to? Is it connecting to the big orb It's thing? connecting to the orb. There is a crack in this dome oh. of the orb, and then the tendril is there, just warping mm. itself around the boat. And you see a very surprised giant. Giants, by the way, are about 18 feet tall. So this is the scale, kind of. You think that's supposed to be cracked? Yes. The giant looks over, and you see the, uh, and you see a, uh, a whole host of Duro. Tendril's still wrapped around the boat, right? Wrapped around the boat. I'm gonna help Victor start, I'm gonna start stabbing the tendril. Oh, now you stab the tendril! (laughs) Thank you for your timely assistance. I'm here now. All right, I, I preview the situation. Um, is the elf visible? The elf uh, from here is visible. Because remember, your boat actually has ca- kind of magical light casting mm-hmm. out from it. But also this dome, is this, uh, this, this magical dome has immense amount of energy and light. It's basically right in this island. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't matter if you have dark vision, you can see pretty well. Sure. Does she appear to be conscious? She uh, appears... Uh, do you appear to be conscious? I am awake, but I am uh, <laughs> tied up, apparently. Uh, I believe literally. Yeah. I'm going to look over in her direction and point at the orb. Do we fix it or destroy it? I, I, I don't know. I'm, um, Help? Well, that's what I'm trying to do, but the orbs seem to be the more pressing concern. You hear the Dero say, what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying, are they saying to each other? What is going on right now? I think we destroy it. All right, blow it up it is. <clears throat> I, uh, I'm going to cast a spiritual weapon. Okay. But we don't know what it is. You want to destroy it before we yes. know what it is? Oh, absolutely. But what if it's useful? It won't be for long. It might be. Not when I'm done with it. Oh. All right, I'm going to uh, conjure a big old hammer, big old spiritual hammer. Okay. Very subtle. I, I, I'm not here for grace. And uh, have it begin bashing, and uh, may as well get that started because that's a bonus action. All the things around the orb, are they, fa- are they facing the orb right now? So right now with With all the noise going on, do they even hear us? Crash. So the the these guys um, right here that I'm pointing at, they are in a trance, and they currently have tendrils of their own feeding the orb, magical energy. They do not seem to notice you. They don't seem to notice the waking world right now. Gonna go ahead and roll a twenty-one self check. Do you think it's trying to feed on your ring? Is that all of them, or just the ones directly around it? Uh, that's the, just the ones directly around okay. it. So you still have main guy here. Mm-hmm. He's he's aware of things. Okay. He's not in a yeah. thing. You have a giant 
giant, stone giant. He is aware of things. Okay. And you still have the Duro around you. They are aware of things. So Hammer is going to do 12 points of damage to the orb. Okay. So is that right up at the orb's dome, or are you knocking at the uh, side there, the casing? Um... Is uh, you said it glows very brightly through the through the bright glow? Can I make out the crack in it? Uh, yes. Well, then I will aggravate the crack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was? How much did you say? Twelve points. And as my action, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast uh, Shield of Faith. Okay. Let's go ahead and get everyone's uh, initiative rolls. Uh, well, I think we are heavy in Do we have a was that our surprise round? Because it's still one of these. Use a bow shot against one of these people. They are not surprised by you at this point, but what he did, I'm allowing it only because, uh, like, kind of quick role play kind of thing. Um, I just figured since they were in a trance. Oh, you know what? You're going to take a quick bow shot at what? Uh, one of the weaker looking guys. Like the spellcaster. Okay. You know what? Yeah, and he's right in range. You know what? I'll let, I'll let it happen. I'll let, it, I'll let that happen. But no more. You speak up. Want to do uh, yeah. 13? Oh, yeah. Oh, Got it. Initiative, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Initiative for me, 16. 9. 6. I'm, I'm clearly not about this fight. <laughs> Natural 20. Natural 20. Nice. 23 points of damage to the spellcaster here with uh, both. Yeah, 5. 23. 23. Yeah. 1. Well, that's interesting. Two. <laughs> hmm. Briefly, the tendril of energy that was uh, going Oh, hold into... on. Was that... That was a, a surprise since they were in the trance, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so add... Seven... Twelve more points of damage to that. He is dead. You killed a Duro. And how does it look? What do you do? He's in a trance, and all of a sudden he just gets an, like two arrows through each eye socket. He's like, Oop. and he just falls over. Now, does that affect the way the orb looks? The orb now has two tendrils of arcane energy flowing, flooding into it. It looks less cloudy, but for the most part, the uh, crack that. Uh, so we're gonna put these two together. What you did is, and then uh, Victor's cl- uh, character summoned a uh, thing that started bashing against the uh, the dome. And then you hear a voice that says, Destruction imminent. Destruction imminent. Please clear. Please clear. All right, you guys Please have to have heard that. Heard what? Nope. Destruction imminent. Repeating voice. You guys really not hear this? Yeah, we really don't. Oh, Jesus. God damn it. Okay. Uh, well, this is gonna happen. What, what's gonna is what's what's gonna get destroyed? I don't know. <clears throat> really good shot, by the way. But um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I sort of need a little help over here, please. Anybody? All right, who wants to go on the elf run? Sixteen. What was uh, grit? What was your uh, uh initiative? But I roll it. We all just did that, and uh, you guys just talked, right? So there was like, who's on elf run, and then. Mm. Is it top of the round? Then it's top of the round. Uh, Tiri, mm-hmm. you're all tied up. These mm-hmm. Duro look like they don't care about you as much around, by the way. They are looking at that boat. All right. Uh, then I would like to... I'm going um, to close my eyes and uh, pray to Pelor, uh, the god of light. Um... And I'm going to cast Firebolt at the nearest draw. That's why tying you up doesn't do anything. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we'll we'll hit. Um, I'll do. Uh, I'm right with the nice side of the the main one there, right? Yeah. All right. We'll Firebolt him. Okay. What does that do for me? What do I have to do? And so. That is a ranged spell attack. That's a 19 on the die, plus uh, five, so 24. Yeah, that hits. Um, so he's going to take 1d10 fire damage. Let's make that happen. That's a 10. 
Okay. Um, oh, sorry, uh, increases by 1d10 when you reach 5th level, so that's actually 2d10. So that is 12 damage. Alright, so he is engulfed in what? Flame? Like fiery flame? Like a, uh, an arcane flame? A radiant flame? What kind of flame is this? Yes, um, it is fire damage, so it's just uh, it's just basically a... Uh, so how do you do that? Is that a... Do you like a... Because you're tied up, do you just like call down some kind of like heavenly flame that just kind of... Um, I imagine like if my hands are kind of bound, I just sort of curveball it. Oh, I love it. So a stream of fire comes out of her hand as she... Uh, so as long uh, as I have two fingers loose. Yeah. Um, and you see a stream of fire just burn down this, uh, this, this, what looks like to be the leader, who's like this, this guy with a gnarled staff, and he goes, Rah! and in the language you guys understand what she does, she goes, feed you to the engine, feed it to the engine. Really interested in being lunt right now. Thank you very much. Victor's go. All right. Mm. He's still up though, right? Oh yeah. 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 He looks over at the stone giant. He's like, pick out one and feed it. Feed the, the engine. Okay. I am. No, I'm gonna jump out and start uh, running towards the elf. Guess I'm on elf duty. <laughs> So I figure right. it's probably a move action to just jump out. Yeah. And then now. Uh, we'll say there's a yeah. rope you guys have that you kind of like throw out over the boat and you can kind of climb down the rope. Sure. To get out of the boat. Yeah. So you, you, you go over the top of the boat with the rope and you come down and you're going towards the elf. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be my action then. Because it'll take my action to do the second move. And your uh, spiritual weapon, right? Oh, yes. That I don't can continue. Mind you, that's, uh, you know. Bonus. Yeah, I'm sure. 24 AC? Yeah. This thing has a very basic AC. 11 points of hammer damage. Hammer damage. Alright. In your mind, Grit, you hear a voice saying, um, Structural integrity. Structural integrity decreasing. Destruction imminent. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're. Um, and it is now their go. Let's take these uh, duro up here. What was you were six. Mm. <laughs> so <probably>. <laughs> So <laughs> that's yes. Three will look like scraggly little duros that have hooked short spears. They try to hook their short spears right into you. Ten does not do anything to you. Six does not do anything to you. Mm-mm. Eight does not do anything to you. This is really good, guys. Thank you. I fend them all off with my staff. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, no! Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the other one has a crossbow. Oh. And he's going to uh, shoot that at you. Fourteen? No. Nothing? Just uh, to... To keep with the uh, the flare of it, I'm just gonna bat away that crossbow bolt with my staff. Also, <laughs> I love it. Are you googling how to murder Victor Sinclair? Yeah, I'm... not Victor Sinclair. Oh, okay. let's see. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, lightning bolt. He's gonna shoot. I think he can see. Actually, the first thing you probably see is Matilda. Her head's popping up. Oh, well, Durandal's pretty tall. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. All right, five feet wide, last, and uh, 100 feet long. He's gonna go after Darendel. Does that actually get anyone else? Probably everyone else. Probably uh, not. Um, not Sarath, and not Eldith, but that will get everyone else. Yeah, including the guy right in front of him. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. Oh, yeah, his own dude. Yeah. You know what? He's not moving now. He's not going to do that, is he? And shit. All right. Everybody, just mentioned that means Grit, that means uh, Darendel, and that means Matilda. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Eat a 12. Done. <laughs> uh, no, that's going to be a critical fail. <laughs> Ooh, shiny. <laughs> 
Basically, apparently I'm real distracted trying to figure out what's going on here. Well, we'll see how hard this hurts. But uh, I will say a reaction shield. Mm. And Darendel does not make it. Will that help? No, because that just raises your AC, and this wasn't an AC attack. Damn it. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to get hit. Yeah, lightning bolt's a room cleaner. It's never good when you have to do this much math. Oh, how many hit points do you have? (laughs) 27. How many hit points do you have? Oh, I'm going to be fine, but 38. You shouldn't say that. All right. Uh, I'll take 25 points of damage. <laughs> That's the wrong campaign. Yeah, different game. Why did I say Ella? Because she mentioned even, it. Because you were really excited because you killed Ella before oh. and you're like, oh. I'm, I'm gonna, so sorry. Gonna... Matilda, that's a whole other campaign. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Anyways, Matilda, a lightning bolt string uh, sparks through this guy. Oh. Sings right through you for 25 Shit. points of damage. Oh. Grit, you probably take half of that damage. That's, you know, 13. And I'll use my, as a reaction, my uncanny dodge, and I'll half that. Okay, so is that seven? Round I up. thought uncanny dodge, if you succeeded, you didn't take any damage. Get a book. All right, hold on. Rule check. Rule check. We have done a rules check, and we are back. Grit has taken seven points of damage. Ella has taken a whopping 25. Really? Who? Who's Ella? Ella? Doing? Why am I doing that? I didn't even. God, this weird voice keeps. I keep hearing names and stuff about Indians. <laughs> God? <laughs> Stone giant. That's fine. You can. You don't have to. Yeah, well. Clunk. 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 He is going to start climbing up this giant thing. It doesn't take much. He's kind of whoop, and oh, that's all no, he's he fell. nope. That's all he's doing. And he's kind of like at this point, he's, he's taking balance. he's taking all of his uh, time. Oh, let me let me do a balance check. <laughs> Clunk. No, I think a ten's okay. You think? Do you? Do you really? Well, that's why I said it, it out loud. So uh, he starts to climb up and he loses his footing and comes right back down. He's a giant, so it wouldn't actually hurt him to come down, but he wasn't able to get up there just yet. So he, he's there. But his his head's kind of peeking over and he's like, like, I will be feeding you to the engine. That's all you hear. You guys just hear him say something. Yeah, that's all you hear. Uh, let's see, who was last to go? Me? And then... Oh, and the other guy is just... Oh, this guy, he's hurt badly. The, um, the guy doing a seance, he's, he's hurt badly. But otherwise, there's nothing else to him. Alright, it is now... Grits go. Well... Considering the voices that are in his head right now, and hearing about the engines unstable, going to explode, yada yada yada, and the other guys calling that big thing the engine, I'm gonna start shooting the, the try to kill the other two guys with the tendrils wrapped around it that seem to be powering the damn thing. Just, just to you realize you haven't actually communicated to us that it's going to explode, right? Right. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that yeah. was clear. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. So, first off, I'm going to take, uh, since I can't reach him, bow shot at dude over there. Number two. Which you rock a little bit so you can actually see him. <laughs> That's not you. Tiny guy's you. Huh. Oh, no. well. You're going to get in the front. Just, no. Well, he's going to jump off here. Okay. Second. Right. I balance, yeah, I guess. Just... So, let's do it. He, bal- he, yeah. he balances on the wheel. Oh, uh, one, one leg on the wheel. Yeah. Tat for tat. Yeah. All right. Now, I'll take the uh, shot at the guy. Uh, 9... 15? 15 no, hits. 16. 16 hits. Alright, uh... 11 points. He is dead. Arrow shoots right through him. Now I'll take my movement action and acrobatics and flip off the boat to land here. Okay, that's 5. I don't think you can acrobatics as a move action. I think no. You already used a move action to get But you up. can slide down the rope as a move action, I'm sure. Yeah. 
I mean, you can use your whole move action as doing all that in one go. Oh. Okay. Because originally he wasn't up on the ledge doing that. Right. So, yeah. Go for it. You can slide down the road. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to shout out, I'm going to point to dude at number three with the only tendril left. And I'm just going to scream, I'm going to scream out, kill the other guy with the tendril. Otherwise the sphere might blow up. I look around to make sure everybody heard me. I am occupied. <laughs> I heard you. Ow. That's all the... You're not looking too hot. You're actually charcoaled right now. I smell like burnt You're, hair. You, you smell like burnt hair. You're sizzling. What are you doing? With your life. With your life. What are you doing with your life? I'm just crying. I'm, I'm frowning a little and limping. And uh, I'm going to cast... Something. Something. <laughs> Let's see. Uh... Yeah, I'll cast um, Magic Missile on that third guy. Okay. They always succeed. Yep, so three glowing darts of magical force. Uh, Each dart hits a creature of your choice, deals uh, 1d4 plus 1 force damage. So that's going to be 4 plus 1 is 5, fourth 9. And force 13. 13? Mm-hmm. He takes it. He's still up, but he takes it. Yeah, I'm just going to lean against the side of the boat now. We are back to the top of the round. Yeah, now she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> like she... So is our yeah. Prince Darendel and Seraph going to go? If you guys want them to. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm going to take control of that for this moment. Okay. Yes, Darendel... It's like, oh, I do say, and he actually starts growling as he gets really into his Qui-Goth stuff, and he just kind of hops over here. He goes right up to the stone giant, and it would have taken his move action to go, and his move action, and another move action to kind of hop off the side. Eldis is, is uh, seeing her friend starting to die, wants to get into battle, like, like, for my friends! For my friends! And she does the same thing. She hops over next to the stone giant. Pops out. I think that would have taken their move and their uh, standard. All kind of doing that. So they both pop out. And now they are going toe-to-toe with a stone giant. Okay. Um, Sarah? Oh, right. Sarah. Sarah comes over in front of you. Sarah comes out in front of you. Kind of puts his arm next to you. Pulls out a... um, Pulls out a... uh, Hand crossbow points at the stone giant. You have Sarah's stuff. And stool. And stool. Crouch- stool is stool crouching cow- in the dark. Stool yeah. is currently cowering. Like, oh god! He's like, oh. he saw uh, Prince Darendelt smells yeah. much like burnt fur. Right. And that smell's still there. And he's like, ah! Oh no. Yeah. Guys. Sarah takes a careful aim at the stone giant's forehead with a crossbow. No, that's not a hit. So it goes wide right. And that is their go. That's what they're doing. Token? All right, we are back to the top of the round. You are tied up. Can you wiggle? Yeah, so he's going to use a bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on himself. Mm, doesn't doesn't won't, reach. Won't reach. Okay, so we don't do that. Um, I don't really have a lot of options. Try to wiggle out of your restraints. I could do that. And if it's just rope, do you have a keep strength check to break Yeah, it? let me mm-hmm. do that. I don't yeah. strength check. Yeah, let's do it. feel pretty confident let's about do that. A, that's a classic. Mm. That's a classic. I mm-hmm. like it. Let's do it. Street check. Never to be a rar afterwards. You're not ready for it, are you? That's so sad. you try a big like, but you're like you're obviously moving around, shuffling around, trying to get out of your robes. That's a six. That's yeah, that didn't do anything for you. But right. you are obviously making the attempt to get out of your restraints. Mm-hmm. Victor, let's do some things. All right. Well, because uh, I think it would be uh, fun cinematic flair. Uh, 
As I continue my charge forward, I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on myself and grant myself bull strength. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to attempt to just bull rush my way through the uh, the blockade. I love it. I love it. Because these Duro have lined up, like, just lined up right at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to tack my way through it. All right. How does that work? That's just a strength check, right? Just a contested well, strength? Well, I don't remember exactly how uh, Enhance Ability works in this edition. And it doesn't actually say it on the card, really enough. Uh, specifically, grants bull strength. Enhance ability and action. Touch concentration and our bull strength. Target has advantage on strength checks and his or her carrying capacity double. Okay. All right. So why don't we do this? So grants uh, you advantage. Neat. Yeah, grants you advantage with your strength checks. But if you want to use your strength check to bulldoze over these motherfuckers, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So we'll do a contested strength check, but you get advantage. Right. So, 13, ah, 18. Yeah. <laughs> they rolled a two. Nice. And I believe they have a negative one strength. Oh, mm. fantastic. Because they're weak little, they're like runty uh, looking uh, dwarves, basically. Stringly. So nice. you bowl right past them. How do you want that to happen? Because they don't, we're going to just say, I mean, we'll look it up later, but you're trying to just get past them, right? Yeah, so, so I would shut this guy out, out to the back, and you're coming over to her. Well, uh, actually, uh, or do you want to stay in the. Well, I don't know exactly how Polar Rush works, but would it, um, would it knock him prone? I should think so. Like, you're. you're you knock. Prone. Okay, how about this? Because you were doing against all of them. Okay. Well, in that you case, as like I run forward, I'm just going to pull my staff. Yeah. And you just push them all. all over. Oh, they Excellent. all hold the staff with you, and you're just like, no. And you just like toss it. This toss is, it off this to is the a Miss limbo. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I so hear the sound happens. of bowling pins. Yeah, you hear the sound of bowling pins. It's uh, three duros <laughs> just. And I will continue, and I should be able to get to her by the end of my my movement. All right. I won't be able to do anything else, but I can get to her square. You are now up to her square. Spiritual weapon. All right, oh, spiritual yes, weapon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's always forgetting about that. Man. I'm not yeah. letting him. <laughs> I keep saying L.A. Oh, I don't think that one's going to help much. Uh, that's 11 to AC. Uh, you know what? I'm giving it a base of 10. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Because it's so big, and at least that's just cracking its fragile dome. 10 more points of hammer damage. Mm-hmm. There's more cracks starting to ripple through the dome, and as this happens, uh, another tendril of arcane energy starts whipping out randomly, and it looks like it's charcoaling things around it. And in your mind, you hear project preservation activated. Project preservation activated. Oh god, I'm losing it again. Ah. You see, Grigor's kind of put his hand on his head, like, kind of smacking his head a little bit, like, God, stop! Mm-hmm. Sorry, Matilda has no, no witty repartee. Yeah. <laughs> She's a sneeze away from loss of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, once that happens, by the way, there's a panel that opens up, and you guys can now see this panel that I... Oh, where did I put yeah, it? The right silver there. panel? Mm-hmm. There was something there, but it actually opens up, and you see a lot of... Bleep, bloop, 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 like all kinds of shiny little lights on it. That's all this looks gnome size. It all looks very small. And you hear in your voice, um, Initiate Project Mirage on your order. Initiate Project Mirage on your order. Well, I'll wait until it's my turn. So yeah, I know. I'm just it. letting you know what just happened. <laughs> we broke through a... So there's a whipping tendril of arcane energy now. It looks like a whip, just a giant whip starting to just... Matilda, it is your go. You have uh, currently, you have Sarah who has a hand on you, trying to keep you down as he is uh, aimed a crossbow at this giant, this stone giant who's 18 feet tall, wielding a giant, a sword about as big as you. Yeah. But kind of droopy. 
He's having a bit. It, it happens. <laughs> okay. Ben's dressed. Yeah. Uh, can I still kind of see that remaining little guy? From, from where from you're around, I'm Sarah? gonna say no. I'm gonna say you cannot. I don't think you could draw a straight line to him, could you? Well, you would have to get around yeah, Sarah. I'd have to get around no. Sarah. Well, she can. There's definitely she can definitely see him. Well, I will. I will shift just around Sarah's shoulder there, so I can do magic missile again on that little guy and try not to die. Okay. Now you're doing the same guy you were doing Magic Missile again at? Yeah. Alright, go for it. Still up, but he looks like he's still kind of shaking and bobbing and weaving. Yeah. So a little wobbly, not unlike me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Absolutely. It is now... There we go. Well... I thought they went before I Matilda. Actually, yeah, actually, oh. Matilda's supposed to go very last. Sorry. That was my fault. Your action still happened. You okay. happen to go first because, oh, you know what? I like it. It's okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. It happens. Uh, my turn. Yay! Stone Yay. Giant takes a look at uh, Prince Darendel. He is going to take one of his... He has a, Right now he has like a, a great sword in his hand, and he takes... The great sword to the side, he takes one giant, uh, stone giant hand. And he's gonna do a contested strength roll. Prince Darendel. Which Prince Darendel is not beat. He grabs Prince Darendel by the top of the head. And he turns around and he starts walking with Prince Darendel towards towards the uh, device, and he holds Prince Darendel up. The device. Eldith is going to be able to get a. Uh, uh, but she misses. Eldith, Eldith misses. And the stone giant says, like, uh, feed the engine, feed the engine. The uh, This guy looks over at Eldith, he comes by. And he's going to cast Lightning Bolt again. Yeah, he has a slot left for that. He cast Lightning Bolt at Eldith. Uh, let's see if she beat, oh. Oh, Eldith. No. She got an 11, beat the 12. Mm. Eldith had 16 hit points, and she took 36 points of damage. She fries. And you leave her right there. Yeah. <laughs> She's just. And now that the, uh... What was her total no. hit points? Is, she, is that permadeath? 16. She was total 16 hit points. She was 32, so that's more than twice, so she's permadeath. Well, dead. Yeah. She's, she's dead. dead. Well, not dying. Dead. Right, right, right. And now the orb gets to go since Project Preservation has now been activated. And the tendril wraps around Prince Darendel as the stone giant is holding it up. It's essentially a lightning bolt, but it then grabs onto him. So to start slowly moving Prince Darendel towards the uh, towards the orb. He was at twenty, and he take he took thirty points of damage. He's down, and he is slowly. Imagine him up now, being lifted towards the uh, towards the orb. On a trajectory, he got moved probably halfway between the stone giant and the orb at this point, and the stone giants are shouting out, "Yes, feed the engine, feed it." It is now grits go. All right. So my intention. Oh wait, I still have two Duravakinko, and they gang up on the immovable anyone's. Oh crit! <coughs> Look at that crit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, we're not excited 16? for you. We're kind of busy getting slaughtered. Sixteen does nothing to you, right? But one Correct. guy hit you. Four points of damage. 
I'll murder you soon enough. <laughs> the other, the other one tries to, uh, to, uh, to hit you with its hooked spear and does nothing. Just, just glances off the armor. What are they attacking me with? Uh, hooked spear, hooked spear. Uh, short spears. Short spears. Okay. Yeah. Like sharpened giant candy canes. No. Hooked short spears. Okay. All right, and the other ones get up. They get up from their prone position. They shake off the, uh, they shake off the bowling ball that was Victor Sinclair, and now they are uh, moving into some form of attack position. Okay. And it is now grit, tough and stuff. Let's go. Okay, so I am going to do this. I'm going to go up. I'm going to start running towards the opening in the sphere. Okay. I'm going to take one bow shot at number three in the back. Hopefully. Okay, so you're moving and then you're doing your attack action. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm, Wait, 19. 19. Five points of damage. Still up, but barely. He has... uh... Then I'm going to take my... For my... uh, My uncanny... Cutting action. I'll use my bonus action as for another movement action and get into the opening. So it's not an opening, as in like you can get into it. It is a it is a panel that is slit up, but it's small. Oh, it's small then, then, let me, then what's on the panel? You get to get up to it to see it, but that's what you're doing, right? Yeah, so, well, I'm at the panel. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're seeing, it looks like an old, almost uh, like Tron-esque readout of things. And you're seeing energy, like, a, like an energy leak percentage that's happening here, like an arcane energy leak percentage. Some of this stuff doesn't make any sense to you because you're not really fluent in arcane anything. But there is a handprint there, just big enough for a, uh, a gnome. And right now what's flashing in common is uh, activate Project Mirage or self-destruct. That is a choice or? And it looks like there's some choices that could be made, but it's not a... Uh, it's not intuitive right now. Like so you're all I wonder, like, you is a gnome-sized hand scanner thing. You look up, by the way, um, and you see what says Leviathan Corporation right above the panel. Huh. With an insignia that looks exactly like the insignia on your, on your uh, ring. Which is doing what now? Shining so bright. Zoom, 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 zoom. Alright, I'm gonna look around. I'm gonna look at Victor. I'm gonna look at Matilda. And can't see really what else I care about right now. I think I can fix this. And I look at Victor. And I say, take care of Twix. Wait, and I what? I put my hand on the, uh, the plant, the, uh, skin, uh, handprint thing. In your mind. Thomical leak imminent. Self destruct for preservation. Or activate Project Mirage. What is your choice? Grit Tough and Stuff, CEO, Leviathan Corporation. Project Mirage. Project Mirage activated. Suddenly, everything starts getting a brilliant, brilliant white and starts spinning up. There's a, there's a storm cloud now building within the dome and it breaks the glass and it shoots straight up in a brilliant, light. Below it, there is a crater that now just expands out as the structure itself blows to pieces. And with it, grit tough and stuff is gone. There is a force wave that shoots Prince Darendel somewhere you can't find him. The stone giant buds up against the uh, the boat crashes into it. Everybody that's in the immediate area, and this guy's dead. Last remaining Duro. And there are just bits and pieces as this thing completely exploded in arcane energy. You guys witness this arcane explosion somewhere else in the world or multiverse. There is someone playing cards at a table. Would you, Chris, mind introducing this person? Well, he is a tiefling sitting about 5'4", pretty small. Uh, dark hair, 
and he's wearing very, very fancy clothes. More fancy than you really think he should probably be wearing, but they're really, really fancy. And he's just sitting there with uh, playing cards at a table, kind of laughing. Hmm. He's like, no, you cheated. I can see it right there. He's cheated. I s- Look, no, I got no. three clubs here, and you happen to have another three no, clubs. No, you that must listen to me than- now. Vladislav the Uncorruptible is no cheating. Oh, I've heard this before. Look, you're cheating, and I can see it from here. Oh, do you see nothing, sir? Yeah, every... Come on, boys. He's cheating right now. Do you ever see that? And the other guys at the table look all rough. They have big beards. Like, oh, he's cheating. I see it. I see it right now. I would like for you to prove this to me. Oh, yeah? I got something to prove to you. And he pulls out a, a short sword. And just that point, there's a voice only you hear. And it says... Thomical Storm Match. Initiated. Correct. Congratulations. Well, confused. Congratulations. You have been... You have been marked for what? Project Mirage. What? Congratulations. Hmm. Stand by. For the what? And then a what? blast oh, of arcane energy thrusts you out um, from... The, Brief moment before you know, like it, the the tavern you were in, the actual roof blasts out, <laughs> and uh, what everyone in the tavern sees is just this this beam of light energy just thrust out, and then what you guys see appearing uh, before you is a beam of energy that blasts down, and prone is your character. This is not normal. There's a crater underneath you now, where you were kind of... Oh, and, and also he had a shield strapped to his back as well, with a, uh, a dragon flame symbol on it. forgot to mention that. So he's on the board right now? He is now on the board. Where is he on the board? Uh, that'd be great. Uh, uh, right now, you know, that's it. Hey, no? Let's, oh, go, well, go find some. No, we'll, we'll, I'll do that later. Well, well we need yeah. something on the board. Oh, you put the Yeah, yeah Olefid. And that is the exact spot that Grit was. It is very dark. Is, is he unconscious or is he awake? Oh, he's conscious. Okay, he, but he is he, prone. Uh, he, he looks around, starts picking up all his cheating cards that's fallen out of his sleeves. And he shoves it back in there as quick as he can. Smoking, like sizzling out of him. Are we still in initiative or? We are now back in initiative. Just want to go home, but now we walk in circles.